Hello, Keller ISD, and welcome to another edition of the Westfall One-on-One Podcast. I'm Nicole McCollum. And I'm Bryce Neiman with KISD Communications. And in this episode, Dr. Westfall visits with a Keller parent who talks about the importance of getting involved and building community in our schools. So let's get started. Bryce, I'm so excited to be back and welcome back all of our listeners today. It's been a minute. It has been a while. Well, happy 2023. We're here. I can't believe it's uh, 2023 and they're still letting us podcast. They are. I'm not sure. You, you know what? Made a mistake. I kind of like being famous. Well, yeah. I mean, kind of famous. Right? Our names aren't on the, the podcast title or anything like oh, that. Although, right. we, can, we can work on that. Maybe we should talk to the superintendent about that. Ooh, what can we do? Like uh, Westfall one-on-one. Starring Nicole and Bryce. Okay, now that I like. That's what, the, that's what the people want, I think. <laughs> Do you think you'll go for it? Probably not. There's no chance. Okay. <laughs> well, something to something to hope for here. Exactly. We, we'll, we'll talk. We'll, we'll see what happens. All then. right. But anyways, before we have that conversation uh, with Dr. Westfall, uh, he gets to sit down with a parent, uh, a very involved parent, uh, who mm-hmm. I think is maybe our first true parent guest in about five years of doing this podcast. That's right. Today, Dr. Westfall is visiting with Keller ISD parent Katie Kilcoin about the importance of being involved, rallying around students and staff, and how having a strong, supportive community impacts our students' educational experiences. Awesome. And with that, let's send it over to Keller ISD superintendent, Dr. Rick Westfall. Well, I'm excited to have you on, Katie. Thanks for joining us on this podcast, but I'm going to actually start with you where you could introduce yourself and a little bit about how you got to Keller ISD. Okay, yeah. So I'm Katie Kilcoin. Uh, My husband is Clancy Kilcoin, and we came here in 2015, so eight years ago, and he uh, teaches government economics at Keller Central. He's also the head boys track coach Mm -hmm. and the defensive coordinator and social media guru for the football team. And we have two little girls, they're eight and 10, and they attend Lone Star Elementary. In my notes that I've got, you came from a smaller town. So so when we say small town, I mean, that gets is relative. So where, where'd you move from? I'm from Stephenville, Texas, okay. home of Tarleton. Right, right. Um, it's about 16,000 now. Yeah. Uh, it was, it, it's been about the same for a long time. The Tarleton is growing, right, so it's really right. changing the town. Uh, so we, I think since I left, we've got gained about a thousand people. So we're really booming, but I graduated with 199 classmates Mm -hmm. and really those numbers haven't changed much over the years. So it's still really small. Like I say, it's growing a lot, but, uh, I really enjoyed the benefits of a small town, uh, it really uh, had a lot of people looking out for me. A lot of people that cared about my well-being. uh, yeah, it just it was a great childhood. I didn't think so. My teenage years, uh, there was a lot of surveillance, right, as right. I probably would have called. Too it. many people know what you're doing. Yes, uh, <laughs> but it's really more that people just really cared about right, you, right. and and they all knew you. So it's interesting that you're talking about you know the small town environment, small town feel, and you're in a bigger district where um, you go from a one high school town <laughs> to a four high school town, and um, the really how in some ways people get lost in the shuffle because it is so large, which was a big piece of why we shifted our thinking and organizationally as a school district to feeder pattern specific um, focal points so that people could almost scale down the size of Keller ISD to their communities. So, so talk a little bit about how, how that has helped you being, you obviously living in the community and your kids are in the community, but um 
being able to focus more in just on, in your case, the central feeder pattern. Yeah, so we're in Charger Nation, and, and I love what you said because that's that's exactly yeah. I my husband's also from a small town. They moved to Dallas when he was uh, in seventh grade, uh, and he struggled because he was so used to the culture of a small town and everybody knowing him. So they actually put him in Dallas Jesuit, uh, you know, all boys Catholic mm-hmm. school, and um, he he still got to enjoy the the small feel of that and the community around that. And like you said, we have four, not just four high schools, four big high right, schools. Right. I think, what is Central? 2,400? Well, 2,400, 2,500, and it's, the, it's not even the largest high school. There's no. two others bigger than Central. Uh, yeah, right. so I look at that, and I'm looking at my two kids, and I'm thinking, how, how are people going to know them? Mm-hmm. How, what, what is it we need to do? And you know, the way my kids have made friends is primarily who I'm friends with. Sure. Uh, my, our first daughter, when she went to kindergarten, those moms are still my friends and their kids became my kids' friends. So I just learned, you know, when I'm involved, I figure out who, who's around me, uh, who we have things in common with and building that community building those relationships is how my kids have benefited. So I look at that and I'm thinking, okay, you just got to get your kids involved. Right. Uh, so being in a, this big, you know, small town girl in a big city, creating that charger nation and we're all chargers. I got mm-hmm. so excited about that because I also struggle with my parents almost need a, a breadcrumb trail to get to my house because they, you know, sure. oh man, they the big city driving, mm-hmm. oh, and there's mm-hmm. of course construction right. all around us. Right. But I would tell them we're kind of on the border of Haslett. We're don't <laughs> if you see Roanoke, come back. Uh, if you have you heard of Alliance, I don't know right. because if I said Fort Worth, they're going to head downtown. Right. We're not exactly Keller. And so when we said Charger Nation, I thought, oh, okay, I, I can get behind this. Mm-hmm. Like that is to me what we needed. We needed an identity. Yeah. And uh, so I was so excited about that. And then what I noticed is it was starting to create that small town feel right. that we were missing. Right. And um, then, you know, I met uh, the DeVivo family, DeVivo's, sure. uh, DeVivo Brothers Eatery. And really became close with them. They're a charger feeder pattern family, or they, they were. Right. And uh, I, I, when I think about them, I think about going into their restaurant. And I love going there. I love the food. Mm-hmm. But more than that, I love the people. When right. I go in, I probably see 10 people I know. And I love being waved at. And I like to go up and give people a hug, you know. And sure. my husband's all, my husband is, uh, he's very friendly, but he's not quite that friendly. <laughs> like he doesn't know his pharmacy technician and, and their health problems like I do. So when we go into DeVivo's, he's like, do you have to hug everybody? And I'm like, Absolutely. I just love that small town feel. Yeah. And what I find is a lot of people like that right. they they like knowing people they like recognizing people uh they like other people rooting for their kids sure. and, and knowing that their kids are cared for outside of their home so right right well and 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 being able to assuming people don't move around inside the district obviously but knowing that you can follow the same families together and and follow each other's kids together through you know kindergarten all the way through graduation absolutely we've we've actually uh my daughter plays club soccer my oldest and we had a couple of kids that uh one is at parkwood hill and one is at whitley road Mm -hmm. and we met them through soccer but they're looking forward to all being at parkwood hill together 
And I'm like, how cool is that? Right. And and then it doesn't end for them. They they go to Hillwood and then right. they go to Central, and they oh, and then also you have the teachers have kids in right. the feeder pattern, and so they all get to know each other. And it's just a it's a special bond to have sure. that those childhood friendships. So I know that from the perspective of a being a coach's spouse, uh, that once the coach's season starts up, they're they're pretty much uh, absent for a while until and, and until until the uh, season ends. But I have personally seen you uh, obviously at a lot of things, just supporting and and doing what you can do to stay connected. So so as if it wasn't hard enough to be a coach's spouse and taking care of Clancy and keeping him out of trouble, <laughs> and you've got your two daughters as well. What other things do you do in the district that just stay connected in? Yeah, so I this year I've always been active in PTA, been a PTA member, and um, I'm actually a PTA member at Central, which is kind of weird because my husband works there, but I'm not a parent. They're building there, a succession so plan. That's like, what they're doing. They're, they've already got you there, so now you're just going to be there, there all the way through. But it felt like I needed to. But yeah, I'm. I've been active in PTA. I've always been a helper. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not going to be up there crafting or decorating a door because that never worked out for me. Mm-hmm. But uh, I just wanted to be there and I can help set things up and take things down. Well, when one of your really good friends becomes PTA president, you get put sure, on the board. Sure. And so I became the historian. Gladly. Gladly. Right. Happily. Of course, yes. And I have absolutely, it, it's been one of the best things I've done. So, so you obviously are very involved in your community, involved with the campuses that your kiddos are at. Um, and I think what's important to note is that while this is about, you're talking about charger feeder pattern, there are lots of great ideas that very easily can be replicated in any one of the other feeder patterns. And that's the reason why we, we do large functions, especially uh, PTA functions, so people can share their ideas and, and pick each other's brains on things. Um, so another program that you're involved in is something called Adopt a Charger Program. Yes. So why don't you talk a little bit about that one? Okay, so back in 2021, it was in February, I uh, I, I need to back up a little bit more than that. Uh, I, at Lone Star, you know, Lone Star PTA is on fire. There, there's just always good parent support. And I've, as I said earlier, benefited from those relationships. And so I just always, we we've been at other schools and you don't, not every school has the same support and uh, for, for different reasons. Mm-hmm. We've been at Irving. We've been in Arlington. And when we came to Keller, I always, I always had these ideas, but you got to have the right people in sure. place and the right kids. Right. So we, um, I, I just, I, I've also heard my friends say, I would love to come to a football game, but I feel really weird uh, not knowing anybody to cheer for. And it just feels strange being there and I don't I don't really feel connected and I just thought what if I gave somebody somebody to cheer for cuz I it's you know I think when you plan stuff it's it's all in your head right. and you've thought about it but then when you go to share it with people they they haven't been there with you and you always forget the details and people always come back with questions and so I thought you know I've just been thinking about I've had these boys to our house for for dinner we 
we always try to connect with my husband's players. He's defensive coordinator, but he also coaches just the linebackers. So we've always been very connected with our, you know, there will be about right. six varsity yeah. linebackers. And my kids know them. Uh, one year, they would come over and play My Little Ponies with the girls when they were little. <laughs> they would get on this. One of them got stuck on the swing set one year. Uh, I mean, we've just always had special moments. We now have a pool. They came over and swam last year. So we've always had a good connection. And I just thought everybody was enjoying the same thing I was. Right. Why don't you want to come to a football game? Well, we don't know people. Right. And so I just I kind of had this thought, well, okay, it's 2021. We've just played a season. Everybody had to wear a mask. We couldn't bring everybody. We had limited tickets. We had to spread out. Could sit on different bleachers. And everybody was so ready to get back out there. And I thought, this is could be perfect timing to give people a reason to go and maybe get more people at the games and get some excitement. And I just asked two of my Lone Star PTA moms, hey, if I gave you a, a guy to cheer for and introduce you, would you would you like come to the games better? And they're like, oh, man, could you do that? And I'm sure. like, well, we're going to try this, <laughs> and then we'll ask if we could do that. So I went to the head coach after I mapped out a pretty good plan, Coach Mike Sports, and I just said, hey, I have this idea. What do you think? I benefited from uh, having a great relationship with him and him trusting me to, you know, keep everything, you know, we, we can't share a lot of information. You just have to be careful. Right, you have to protect right. the team. And so he trusted me with that. And we had, uh, we created a Facebook community called Charger Connection Community. And it's for the Charger Nation feeder pattern, anybody mm -hmm. in the Charger Nation feeder pattern. And it's to let you know about all these events. So we put, uh, you know, we're having an event uh, to talk about this Adopt the Charger program. And that, that event, we had almost 40 people there, mm. which I've tried to organize things before, and it's hard to get five people there. So I thought, okay, we might be on to something here. So we got a sign-up sheet, and every I almost had the whole team adopted in two weeks. Wow. Which there's 50 people on right. our varsity right. roster. So that was a, a big deal. It was exciting. And... Then we had Meet the Charger Night, which is our community pep rally. Mm -hmm. And before then, they met their players. And I was so nervous about how this would go and will the, the players actually talk right. to some of them. Right. You know, there's a lot of unknowns. Sure. Sure. And it was a hit. They couldn't have been better hosts. And then our families were so excited. And then I have to say, personally, I benefited. I met a lot of people I didn't know before. Right. And then we'd go to the games. And my kids now had friends at the games. Sure. They, I have to admit, my youngest, we took her nap mat every year because uh, she planned to sleep at the games, and that's what she did. <laughs> and uh, this, since we did the Adopt Your Charger program, she now has four or five friends. They kind of have a Lone Star section. We kind of have a friendship. Friendship has been a huge supporter. Yeah. Uh, their principal, Casey Necessary, and their assistant principal, uh, Tracy Hall mm -hmm. have both adopted chargers. That's awesome. And uh, so they're there. So you kind of have these different sections too. But the cool thing is they all started kind of talking because they've all adopted and they're sharing signs and right. holding up signs. And I'm like, they're going to be in intermediate here soon together. And they're already meeting each other and they have a common bond. And it was just that's awesome. Really cool. Yeah. Really cool. Yeah. Very creative way to connect the community. So as if you don't have everything else going on, talk a little bit about uh, something that's called Crimson Cares Fundraising. 
Okay, so Crimson Cares is something I've wanted to do forever because uh, I'm from that small town and we happen to be a huge football town. We've won states and we a lot and we're just always good. Mm -hmm. And they started something, we're blue and gold, mm -hmm. and they started a heart of gold game a long, long time ago. And they try to pick a family in the community that is experiencing some special circumstances and might have a, a close connection to the football team. In this game, they even get the opposing team involved. They sell shirts, and we have a local T-shirt company, so sure. that helps. And they sell these shirts, and they spend the first half of the season organizing this, and they raise money, and they bring the family on the field and present them the check. So it was something I always wanted to mm -hmm. do. It mm -hmm. brings the community together. They have a special pep rally for it. And then you get to learn a little bit about someone in your own community right. that maybe you weren't aware of. So uh, we started – theirs is the heart of gold – and I kept trying to think, and I thought, okay, Crimson Cares. And I, again, I went to Coach Sports, and I'm sure he he knows when I'm standing outside <laughs> his door. I'm always waiting for him to quit meeting with someone, right. and I'm, I'm just bobbing my head around waiting. And I'm sure he's thinking, oh, God, what is she going to do now? And I had a poster made to show him what we were going to do. And I just said, hey, I had this idea, and I told him, and he was like, I love it. I absolutely love it. And I said, I already know who I want uh, to honor, and it's uh, Bella Zentino. Mm. She's a junior at Central, mm. and she's a really popular girl. Uh, so sweet and just a great personality, but she suffers from Friedrich's, Friedrich's ataxia, mm. which is an uh, uh, incurable disorder that she was diagnosed with. I'm probably going to get this wrong. I want to say back around the sixth grade. Okay. Could have that wrong. Her parents uh, are, it's the Rothman family. Actually, her mom is the registrar at Hillwood, Cassandra Smith, and she uh, has two brothers. Cade Rothman graduated last year, and he was adopted by our life skills class at Lone mm. Star. And when I say he was a hit, he mm -hmm. went down there and danced every Friday morning <laughs> with them, and he still goes back to see them. And now his brother, Caleb Rothman, is uh, on the team now. He was a junior this year, and he's one of our natural leaders. Mm -hmm. He's just got a, a presence about him. Right. A really cool family. They have, I, I could be wrong on this too, I think six kids. Wow. All of them are phenomenal. Yeah. They're just a great family. And so Bella's been dealing with this for quite some time, and I just thought, here's a family. Dad shows up early to the games to hang the flags around the stadium. Mom's always in a booster club, you know, helping role. Uh, she helps me with a lot of my stuff and just a cool family. And I thought I would love to do something. It just all came together. And that's where we came up with Crimson Cares. And I reached out to a lady named Kizzy Sapp. She's a Charger Nation mom. Mm -hmm. She owns Kizzy's Creations. So she designed her shirt. And when I reached out to her, I said, look, you can say no. Uh, she's a busy mom. And she has her own business, and she said, no, I I am all about this. This is why I'm here. I'm going to do everything at cost, and all they will you know, have all of the money from, from this. So we presented them with a check. I, it was just over. It was just shy of $3,400. Wow. And we're able to present that at halftime to the family. Awesome. And uh, the crowd was chanting Bella at the end of it, and it was just a – to me – more of the sentimental support right, that, right. you know, people are in your corner, 
you know the community is aware and that they are behind you. And that money is to help them offset some of their travel costs and expenses that they're waiting to go for some experimental treatment in Mm -hmm. Panama here soon. Wow. Well, so it's, I was going to ask you, like, what do you do during your downtime? But I don't know that there is downtime in your in your world, the way you describe everything that's going on. Well, my husband <laughs> is tired of me watching ER and Law and Order reruns. So I guess that's what wow, I do in my downtime. ER, that is... <laughs> so old, but it's so that is good. really old. <laughs> so good. I think we should start the podcast with the, the dun-dun part of Law oh, and Order on this, this particular episode. I completely agree. Yeah, yeah that, that, would, would that, be... that could be your trademark. That could be like your walk-up music or something. I would love walk-up music. Can I get that, like at the football hey, games? Hey, you know, listen, you you basically run everything, so you oh. might as well you might as well get some walk-up music. I try to tell my husband this. I run everything. He goes, no, you no, hey, you it's don't. official. It's on the podcast now. Now, <laughs> oh. now he can't he can't deny it. Anymore. I wonder if I can make him listen to my. He's he's probably well. Just not, this part of it. I mean, just you this just, just figure out where this part of it. I want to listen to the whole thing. You could say, it you know, up. yep, that's right, that's right. We'll just give you the the version that you need for him. So always, we like to end our podcast with people talking about their why. Um, we discuss that all the time as a school district. What, what is it that drives you? Why, why do you get up every morning to go do what you do? Um, you've been, obviously, you've gone over a lot of, of what your why is and your passion, but if you were to boil it down or be able to say what your why is, how would you describe that? Well, I think my family definitely drives everything I do. Mm-hmm. You know, when I started supporting the football team, obviously that was to support, it's supporting my husband through the football team. But then when I started doing that, I saw the impact that you have on people and, you know, your reach. And I just, I'm someone that believes in using your platform mm-hmm. and you can do so much. And then I also, your schools are only as strong as your community. That's right. And if you let your community slide, right. and it, you're not, you're going to lose your schools. And right. then if you're someone that's sitting back watching it happen, mm-hmm. you're part of the problem. Right. You got to, you got to do something. Right. You can't just let others do the work. And so I'm a big believer in that because again, it goes back to family. They're my why, my girls. I want something great for them. Uh, I will be honest. I, I am. I have selfish. Uh, there's a selfish side of me on all of this that. One day they'll benefit from this. Sure. People will be cheering for them, and they'll be a part of something. Yeah. We have them involved in sports, uh, not because we expect them to get a college scholarship. Uh, we talk about that a lot in right. our house. Right. That you're, Let's just assume you're not getting mm-hmm. a college scholarship because the likelihood is you're not getting right. a college scholarship. So it, we try to tell them it's about learning to be a teammate, it's learning about commitment, showing up on time, mm-hmm. uh, showing up at all, uh, being respectful of your your coaches, your teachers, uh, all those commitments, uh, learning integrity, and again, what it is to be a part of something, and that starts with your community. Sure, being a part, and I uh, maybe a little bit of a mom brag here, but I I didn't think about it till today when I was going over some of these questions on my head that. You know, why do you do this? Well, I hope that my kids will be active in their community. And then I thought, oh, my gosh, uh, both of them read speeches in right. the Patriot Day parade. Yeah, yeah. And both of them, uh, one is in, uh, she does Lone Star Leaders, mm-hmm. where they have duties around campus during the week, like cleaning stuff up. She's in UC, she's a UCS leader this year. And she did that all on her own. She does Battle of the Books. She does... Um, 
cup, the cup stacking. Uh, Listen, they put me on the spot at the announcements because of oh. Steve Hurst once again. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, yeah. I was up against the uh, Central Softball team that came oh, over. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was a fantastic experience. Yeah, he doing does cup stacking. He does that a lot. Uh-huh. I, you kind of got lucky though because I saw Doctor Hood. He had to wear. A basketball goal on oh, his oh, head and they, and as they shot, people shot at yeah, it. And no, I'm I didn't watch, have that. No, I'm watching right. Dr. Hood get hit in the head, and I'm yeah. like, Is, isn't this your Hurst boss? isn't a big fan of his job, apparently. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. But, you know, I do just um, – I want my kids to – I'm seeing, okay, wow, they're they're busy, both yeah. of them. Yeah. They're both involved in all the activities that are offered up there. And uh that's all on them. Uh, I don't really enjoy getting up there at seven right, in the morning for right. cup stacking practice, but I'm very supportive of, wow, she signed up on her own and she's made again, a commitment. So she's learning something mm-hmm. from that. So it all goes back to family sure. for me. Yeah. Well, thank you for doing everything that you do. Uh, you, you, you said something earlier in the, in the podcast where, you know, it's just, the importance of parents, the importance of community members to take ownership of their community and be proud of their community and be actively involved in their community. Um, that is, that's what makes a, a school district great. Um, it can't just be about, we give you our kids and now you guys do everything magic with them. I mean, there has to be that partnership. So I just really appreciate the example that you set um, and and the ideas that you have that, you know, in theory, you can share with others if, if they have the similar ideas, it's, they don't know how to kick it off. So thanks for spending the time with us. Well, thank you. Thanks for having me. You bet. Awesome. Thank you, Katie. Thank you, Dr. Westfall. Man, she is all over the place. I, I feel like a slacker. Um, I need to apologize to everyone in Caprock where my kids go and, and the Falcon feeder pattern for, for not pulling my weight as a parent over there. Well, I am in the charger feeder pattern, Bryce. And so I get to reap the benefits of all her work. And Lucky. it's really awesome to see. Okay. So my favorite thing she said, and I think you guys are going to like this, your schools are only as strong as your community. Mm. And it really is so true. Her enthusiasm to create a place that makes everyone feel like they are part of something special and who are truly connected to each other is really inspiring. Yeah, I think it's part of what makes Keller ISD an exceptional district is there are a lot of Katie's out there Mm -hmm. too, you know, going above and beyond and uh, just really spending a lot of their free time to invest in our schools and build community within our schools and between schools and within our different feeder patterns and uh, in many cases between uh, feeder patterns, uniting kind of the whole district. Oh, definitely. We have some pretty amazing campus PTAs here in Keller. Mm -hmm. A lot of what you see is a direct result of the heartfelt work that they're quietly doing in the background. And it's not just them. We have tons of parents all across the district who are pouring their time and efforts into our schools every single day. And it's really giving them that educational experience that we're, that we want for them. And lucky for us, Keller ISD has maintained that small town feel. And I really Mm -hmm. think it's because we pride ourselves on building those relationships. Definitely. Very true. Yeah. Again, thank you to Katie. Thank you to Dr. Westfall. Uh, That'll do it for this episode, but uh, be sure to stay tuned to see who will join Dr. Westfall next time around. For now, don't forget to follow Keller ISD on social media. We're at Keller ISD on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook.com slash Keller ISD. You can also keep up with Dr. Westfall on the Twitterverse by following him at Dr. R-Dub Keller ISD. And you can find links to all of that in our show notes. And you can even go back and listen to any of our old episodes from the past five years, including our earlier video episodes on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Keller ISD. 
And be sure to encourage everyone you know to subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform. And we hope you'll join us, Bryce and Nicole, the famous ones, and Dr. Westfall again soon for another edition of Westfall One-on-One. Until next time. Hashtag, hashtag celebrate, celebrate KISD. KISD.